Welcome to the Conscious Educator Playground, where we collaborate with trusted educators from around the world to ignite and empower a passionate community committed to revolutionizing education from the inside out. Join me as we create our lives and our cultures on purpose. This is the Conscious Educator Playground. Let's play. All right, we are live and um, welcome everyone to the Conscious Educator Playground podcast. Uh, those of you that um, have been kind of watching as we've grown, we um, have streamlined everything and are bringing um, the, our masterclass content into the podcast. And so we're just going to call it a podcast and stop making things so complicated. So I am, as always, super excited to have my dear friend and a colleague, fellow educator in this world, Shiba Rashada, um, coming on as my co-host of this podcast series. And we are going to, um, to take a deep dive today and talk about roadmap planning, um, planning your flight path and what that looks like uh, for you to take control of the next 12 months. Um, and, and hi, Oliver, so happy that you're here from, from Brussels. Um, I'm so excited to have you here. And I am, I'm streaming this live on my personal Facebook page. We're going to share it into the um, Conscious Educator Playground Facebook group, and then it will ultimately be loaded onto our podcast channel on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. And um, all the other places really just um, having an opportunity to share and connect and collaborate with as many of you as often as possible to really talk about owning our lives on purpose and living our cultures on purpose. Um, whether you work inside of a school or whether you are an educator in other ways of your life, or even if you are a human that you're like, oh, I'm not really an educator. Well, I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way you have taught someone something. So with the work that um, that we do, that Sheba and I do here at Educator Dynamics, um, we empower others to really take their power back and create these comprehensive, sustainable working and learning environments with intention every day. And one of the pieces that uh, I wanted to bring up this roadmap, um, the reason why I wanted to dive into this today is even though it's it's August, right? It's not it's not a um, it's not New Year's. It's not. <laughs> I don't know why I'm using air quotes today. Shiba, please stop me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's an opportunity to to recalibrate anytime, right? What? Why not? We don't have to wait till Monday to start our diet or our workout routine. We don't have to wait till New Year's to come up with a resolution for something we want to change. Why not today or tomorrow or the next day or the next time you hit a bump? You know, how can you pivot? How can you shift really, you know, where you're at and, and where you're going in life? And a lot of you um, are following my my personal journey in my um, getting ready to sell my house in Las Vegas and move to the East Coast and take a... Um, what I'm calling a gap year. And along this way of, of this quote unquote gap year is that um, I get to create my plan with room to pivot, with room to make mistakes, with room to grow, with room to evolve. Shiva, how many times during any given year do you personally 
I was going to do air quotes again. I'm not going to do, I'm going to hold my hands down. No more air quotes. <laughs> How many times do you course correct in any given year? Oh my gosh. I, too many times. I, I can't, I've lost count. Right. Okay. And especially as an educator and especially as an educator in the classroom, because I've got, you know, I, I've talked about that before. There's all of those variables, the children in particular, that I can't control. So I can have these big plans and dreams. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I still can't dream. I, I may just have to go and adjust things. Right. And so, yeah, it, in, in my, my work life and my career, you know, which is what I love to do, it happens often. And in my personal life, it happens a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, because we interact with other humans, right? <laughs> even if, even if, um, and those of you that have heard me talk about talent dynamics, even if you're a steel dominant frequency and you don't really like hanging out with people or a lot of people, a lot of the time, <laughs> I want to phrase that right. You're like me, not, not a lot of people, a lot of the time you still are influenced by those around you. You still are influenced by what's going on in the world. And so it can be as simple as someone saying something that throws you off track for what you planned for the day, let alone what you've planned for this school year or this calendar year or this fiscal year, depending on where you're at in your life. And regardless, I want to give you a really simple framework to, um, to really dive in and be able to plan from that perspective of, I'm going to plan to fail. I'm going to plan for icebergs. We're going to talk about those in a second. Um, we're going to plan for those roadblocks ahead and go, yeah, all right, well, what can I do to mitigate them and take aligned action in, in order to actually live my life intentionally throughout the year, no matter what gets thrown at me. And if something gets thrown at you that you weren't planning on, you can still pull from one of those strategies from something else that you, you potentially planned for. So it's really just, um, just designing your life and doing it in a really simple framework. So I'm going to share a, um, the, the roadmap handout. I was going to do air quotes again. I'm holding my hands. So some days are air quote days. I don't know why that happens. I, you know, well, just, you know what? Feel the air quotes. We're, we're totally there with you. Uh, okay. I'm cracking myself up. Um, so we're going to do, I'm going to share this, this handout worksheet with you and you don't need it. You can literally take out a piece of paper or um, create this on your own Google Doc or Word Doc or whatever platform you're using. And so um, to, let me, let me figure out my technology here and, and get you to see what I'm seeing. And um, then any of you that are, are posting comments or anything on Facebook, um, Shiba, I don't know if you're watching that or if one of our other team members is watching that, but I'll, I'll try to catch up on those as well. And if you're here live with us um, on Zoom, then feel free to type in comments in the in the chat. I'll be watching there as well. Um, but let me go ahead and share this quarterly roadmap. It's not complex, but there's a lot of layers to it. So in these layers, I want to um, I want to start by talking about the the quadrants of this, and the quadrants are are set in 
in a clockwise fashion because everything that that we know in nature grows and flows um, and nothing is rushed. And there's a more eloquent quote than that, uh, but you get you get my purpose. So if we if we're planning in a clockwise fashion, we're actually energetically already creating that flow. So that's why Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4, you've got there in the quadrants, um, label them in a way that serves you. If your Q1 starts in July because you operate on the, the school year, the traditional US-based school year, um, your Q1 may start in July. And if you're operating in the calendar year, your Q1 may start in January. Whatever that is for you, you decide. And you can do this exercise quarterly, or you can break it down monthly. So within Q1, obviously you put those three months there, Q2, you put those three months there. And then each of these three um, segments that we're gonna talk about in a second, you can um, put into each of those months or you can, you can put them quarterly. For now, for today, because we try to keep this podcast to about 25 minutes, um, we're gonna talk quarterly. And so we're gonna we're gonna dive into and start with Q4 because we're gonna talk in calendar year just so that we're um, we're on the same page. But know that however you want to structure it for yourself, structure it that way. So Q4 um, being October, November, December. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that first. So Sheba, as we look forward towards October, November, and December. Um, and, and I want you to just, just play along with me with, um, kind of brainstorming what these things may be. And, and you can do this through whole life lens, mm -hmm. or you can do it work, you know, your profession, what you get paid for in the world, and then you can do it the, the rest of your life. So I, either way, whatever serves you in the moment. Okay. Um, and so Shiba, I want us to talk about whole life. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to talk whole life as as an educator, as you know, a human, as a mom, as empty nesters, um, we're both new empty nesters, which high fives. We, <laughs> we haven't fully released them into the wild because you know they still call and we love that. Um, and it, yeah, we we did it. We we've done a good job. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna we've got that to celebrate. So the first thing I want to talk about is CDFs. Um, and Shiba, do you remember the first time that I talked to you about CDFs, what your reaction was? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it was, I think it was when, um, when you were at Woodbury um, in, in Vegas and you were like, I don't, I don't know what that acronym is. Sandy's, Sandy's talking about <laughs> It's been a couple of years. <laughs> it's been a while. So, um, so it comes from Danielle Laporte's work and I have, um, I have her book here and I know I'm in small screen, but um, the desire map. So Danielle Laporte um, does a ton of good work in the world, and she talks about core desired feelings. <clears throat> Instead of the objective that you're looking for, that, that outcome, is what do you want to feel? Because if you're constantly chasing the outcome, then you're, you're missing the, the journey along the way. And there's so many, we can get into a lot of, a lot of conversations around this. Um, but it's as simple as if I walked into a store and I, I was simply saying, you know, give me the money, right? That, that's what the store clerk was saying. Give me your money. I walked in. What would you do? 
I, totally I, well, I, I know I would just walk out. I, I wouldn't even want to buy anything anymore. It'd be okay, right? Yeah. But if someone walks in and goes, hey, how you doing today? It's nice to see you. Let me know if you need anything, right? They're more focused on how they're making you feel versus the outcome of making the sale. And when we carry that energy with us of being focused on how we want to feel and who we're showing up as in the world, we get to to find this values aligned compass. Um, Oliver, I love, I love that you, you brought in that word compass. <laughs> to be able to anchor in that radical responsibility for who we're showing up as. So when we do our planning, we wanna anchor it in to what do we wanna feel? What are those core desired feelings that we want? So if we think about Q4 and we think about, you know, the every October, November, and December, for us in our world, Shiba, what, what would we want to feel? What are some examples of what, what core desired feelings we may desire? Um, we may want to feel things like joy. Maybe we want to feel, I don't know, freedom. Yeah. Maybe we want to feel lighter. Yeah. You know? Maybe we want to feel festive. There you go. Right? Maybe we want to feel connected. Yeah, the family grounded, grounded, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's been it's been a year, right? It's been a year, and to get to to that place where we can just articulate, like, what is that, and and have it like feel it in your nervous system, like feel that that my sister likes to call it juicy bits, right? And then we want to talk about the icebergs. Um, this is not the fun part to talk about, but it's important. So icebergs are those challenges, those fears, those obstacles, that, that crap that gets in the way that derails you from those core desired feelings. So if you know that every, let's pick Halloween, every Halloween, what's, what's an example of a, a, a tragic thing that may happen, a, a challenge, a fear, an obstacle that may happen for Halloween? I'm picking Halloween for it to be. Right. <laughs> we get into Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then there's a whole whole host of things that you know may come up for some of us. We're like, ooh, I have to navigate that. Ooh, I have to navigate that. Ooh, I have to navigate that. Right. But Halloween, maybe that you run out of candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, disappointing <laughs> the kids, right? Right. No one wants if, to do that. Or even as a teacher, what if I don't decorate my classroom like Pinterest worthy? And now, you know, I've disappointed the kids. Or what if I don't have my act together? And um, what if I don't get grades in on time and I can't enjoy Halloween with my family? What if, you know, or maybe you don't like Halloween. Yeah. Maybe your, your fear is too many trick-or-treaters knocking at your door. I don't know. There's lots of things that, that can come up. And so to, to know um, that these challenges, these fears, these obstacles, these, this stuff that comes up in life always comes up. There's always something, right? There's not, there's not a year that goes by, a quarter that goes by in any human's life when we don't have some obstacle to overcome, right? Fortunately, unfortunately, because there's lessons in each of them. And when we plan for them ahead of time and actually write down what they may be. So for Q4, Shiba, do you have um, a, a challenge or a fear or an obstacle that's going to come up this Q4 for you? 
Um, I think the challenge is just always, it's always the guilt, right? Mm -hmm. For me, at least. If there's something that I want to do for myself, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but what about your students? What about your kids? What about mm -hmm. your family? And mm -hmm. this is something that I've actively been working on, but especially during the holidays, that's always a, a particular challenge for me. Right. And I think a lot of us navigate that. You know, I, I grew up um, with my parents being divorced from when I was a year and a half. And so it was, it's always been navigating who am I spending time with, where and how much and, and, you know, all the logistics that go into that and, and um, uh, just so many layers. So those are are challenges and obstacles. Um, and then there's some fears in there that, that really come in around that, that guilt of, am I spending too much time here or not enough time there? Or, you know, who's counting the hours or is that my own itty bitty shitty committee taking over? Like what? And those are some obstacles as well is what's going on in your, in your own mind, what limiting beliefs are coming up? What, what um, fears are preventing you from actually feeling those core desired feelings and again, thinking forward into it enough to write them down. And you get to do this as, as deep as you would like to, as, as many core desired feelings, as many icebergs as makes sense for you. I don't recommend, you know, shining a light on, on every nook and cranny of it, um, unless that is your work in this quarter to actually do so. Uh, and that's really where we get to the actions, right? Is is what is what is your plan? What is your um, intention that quarter in order to achieve your core desired feelings and overcome these icebergs or mitigate the icebergs? Um, and it's it's really being um, like creating it on purpose, right? I say that a lot, but it's doing it from an informed place, actually communicating from a place that is being proactive so much, and, and this is especially true in, in the world of education and, and several other um, industries as well, that it tends to be really reactive. We get to this place where we've got the best laid plans and then all of a sudden all this other stuff comes at us. And then we're like, oh, well, we'll you know, hopefully next year will be better or hopefully next quarter will be better. But then we get into the same rhythm and routine and it's like five years goes by and it's like, well, we haven't really now fixed our culture or we haven't really paid attention to the mental wellness of our students the way that we really want to or the mental wellness of our staff uh, or even the mental wellness of our families, right? If we're talking about us as individuals. And so making it a, a, a planned priority and, and Oliver, I love that um, you're talking about the action might be asking for help. And those of you that saw my personal post um, earlier, it, it's really recognizing that when we ask for help, we're actually allowing the other person to show up for us. I know me personally, I, I love when people come to me for things that they need when, when they're in whatever, whether it's a bind or just needing a safe space to speak or whatever it is, I, I feel honored. Like I, I love and adore that I have those relationships. And yet for me, and I know a lot of us, it's, not easy to ask for help. And so when we make that intentional and we make that an action is I'm going to proactively reach out to my family and design our holidays 
on purpose. And so that could be an action to mitigate some of the guilt and achieve the joy during the holiday season, during the October, November, December quarter. So these are examples of, of how you can fill, fill this out. And, and again, you can create this on your own by literally taking out a piece of paper and, and giving yourself four quadrants. Um, it, it doesn't need to be super complex uh, or, or anything that, that needs to take necessarily a lot of time. But the more time you put into it, the more intentional it is that you are designing your life. And the, the success that we've seen just with this roadmap and, and flushing this out into layers, um, it, it really allows us to, to visually see, to get what's in our head out and on paper so that we can ground it in reality and then move forward. And so I'm going to stop sharing for a second. Um, so Shiva, as, as you're hearing me chat about this, and you've heard me talk about this for a while, um, what, what benefits have you seen with this type of planning versus just the, the traditional, let's plan what we're going to do? Well, the benefits for me, and I never really thought about this because this is the way that I plan for the classroom, mm -hmm. right? I consider what the challenges might be, and then I work things in the plan yeah. to, like you said, to mitigate the icebergs. Oh, there I am with the mm -hmm. air quotes. <laughs> I shared. You you are inspiring <laughs> me. So, but that's it. But I, but I think that that's, well, I think it's, um, so just in my regular planning, when I would just do it, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And mm -hmm. then if I didn't accomplish them because I didn't have an idea of what to do when the challenges showed up and challenges will show up, that's just, mm -hmm. that's just life. I think I felt it made me feel really terrible. Like you feel bad and you feel like you failed. And I think with this kind of planning that we're talking about, Sandy, it really does help me to, to kind of, like you said, to kind of flesh it out a little more mm -hmm. and to think about the things that, yeah, these might be the challenges, but here's a plan to deal with that. And mm -hmm. it makes me feel a lot more successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for me personally, it's, it's really just where I start my planning and so then when I get more granular into um, whether it's a, it's a promotion plan for something I'm, I'm putting together for a quarter or whether it's a new business plan that I'm designing, uh, a few of you know that I've been working on the Playground Ranch business plan um, and I'm going to be putting an advisory board together for that coming up soon. So we've, we've got some really cool things that are happening in the background, um, but it all starts really for me from this framework. and. And when you're you're able to to start in when we talk about the frequencies, the dynamo frequency, that what that you know innovative, intuitive energy, and then we intentionally go to okay, when is that going to happen? Why is that happening? Kind of that center frequency. Um, then who can we reach out to for help? And then how are we going to make that happen? We create this this life cycle of of project flow, of energetic flow, of team flow, so that we can all be really on the same page um, as, as teams, as families, as organizations in order to, um, 
to achieve those core desired feelings, right? And that's really when we look back at life. Um, how many times have we all heard this? Like we, we look back at life or, or we've um, heard those stories of people uh, who are at the end of their life and what, are, what do they regret most? And oftentimes it's not allowing themselves to be happy or to feel joy or to, to be intentional with savoring the micro moments of this beautiful life. There's, there's plenty to focus on that's not working in this world. There, there, there's plenty. And, and it's, that is a certain level of, of reality of what's happening. And then there's also this other reality of what's happening that is within our control. And it is our mindset and it is who we show up as in the world. And it's in the way that we plan for our lives and know that if something comes up and we you know, bump into a roadblock, we've got those actions that we've already thought about and maybe we planned it for Q4 and it's only Q2. Well, maybe we pull it over and use it in Q2. But you've already thought through how you're gonna navigate towards the life that can tend to happen that um, is just because we're human and we get to give ourselves permission to be human. So she was, as we kind of close up this 25 minutes, because it does go fast when we start talking about these subjects, um, what's, um, what's kind of a takeaway you want to share with everyone to walk away with? Um, I think one of the takeaways is it's okay to plan because I think sometimes life can be so overwhelming mm -hmm. that people just don't plan at all. But even if you just have, you know, one or two feelings that you want to feel mm -hmm. from quarter four, don't be afraid to do that. Do it with courage. Do it with intentionality, like you said, from an informed place, um, because you deserve it. Absolutely. And I would love to end on that is you are worth it. <laughs> you deserve it. You are worth it. And take the time. Take 15 minutes before you close your eyes tonight and just think about the next quarter and what do you desire to feel? You don't have to do all 12 months at once. Just take a few minutes and, and think about it. And if you would like um, to have a copy of this roadmap because you don't want to draw your own, um, reach out, send me a direct message. Um, I will try to somehow link it into Facebook. Um, but happy to also just drop the PDF, um, to anyone as well. If you just want to send me a message, happy to do so. And, um, thank you all for joining us on the Conscious Educator Playground podcast. Um, we are super excited to be on this journey with you all and really creating our lives and our cultures on purpose. I wish you all a beautiful rest of your day, wherever you are in the world. And, uh, we will see y'all soon. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Sheba. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Conscious Educator Playground. Subscribe to this podcast and join our Conscious Educator Playground Facebook group. You can find me at Sandra Marie Herrera across all socials. I look forward to seeing you on the playground again soon. Cheers to another week living your life on purpose. Mm -hmm.